Welcome to All Things Sleep and Parenting. I'm Pam. And I'm Elisa. We are holistic infant and child sleep consultants with a background in early childhood education. And we're the founders of Restful Parenting. And I'm Heidi. I'm also an early childhood educator and the owner of Blossom Early Learning. Join us as we chat all things sleep, parenting, development, and everything in between. Be sure to hit subscribe and share with your friends and family. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Before we get into this week's episode, we do want to let you know about this really, I mean, beyond amazing class that Elise and I have put together with Rooted Family Wellness in Canada, Ontario, Canada. However, it is in person. We are going to be doing it virtually as well. So even if you're not in the Ottawa area, you can still participate. This class is called Tools for Parenting Toddlers. We are going to go over all sorts of things all about toddlers and parenting them, such as their feelings, emotions, tantrums, who has not experienced (laughs) a good tantrum in their life, Right. how to help them through those tantrums, what's going on in their brains when they're having an emotional meltdown, how you can help them through that, as well as we're going to go into more detail about hitting, biting, throwing toys or throwing things when they're upset or when they're not upset and they're just throwing things coming in from outside. We're going to go through all of your scenarios and how you can work through them with your little one and with your family. We are going to give you some strategies to help you through that so that you can parent your toddler confidently. Essentially, anything that you are dealing with or struggling with or have questions about in your day-to-day with your toddler, we are going to be able to address in this class. So we really hope you get to join us and we get to meet you. Absolutely. We're going to post the link in the description of the podcast. We hope to see you there. Hello, 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 and welcome back to this week's episode. As always, I have Elisa with me. Hello. And we are chatting. I'm really excited about this week's topic. Um, I, I think I say that about every week, but I do <laughs> really enjoy. I know, <laughs> I know, but I love all of these topics. Um, and this one's a good one because this one's all about toddlers and their behavior, focusing on hitting, hitting out of frustration, hitting out of testing those limits. But we're talking a lot about getting down to that root cause. Why is this happening? And then how we can help them through. Yeah. So when we talk about specific behaviors at specific ages, we often talk mostly about how it's important to investigate where that behavior is coming from. What happened first? What's causing it? That's what we want to know. And the reason why we want to know that is because knowing where that behavior came from, or at least having an idea, you may not always know exactly what happened first or what Mm -hmm. is causing it. But having an idea of that can help you understand what your little one is going through, which can then help you empathize. And that goes a long way in parenting when we are dealing with specific behaviors. It also can help you come up with a solution that will work. A toddler who is hitting because of testing the limits, we're going to deal with that a little differently than a toddler who is hitting during an emotional meltdown and having a really hard time regulating because they don't have that skill yet. We also are able to stay more calm during the upsets if we have a little bit of an idea of where that behavior is coming from, what's going on, a sense of that anyways. 
we can often think that they're out to get us. That's the first thing that can go through our minds as parents. Like, why are they doing this to me? They're out to get me. They just, they want to make my day miserable. Sometimes, I mean, we don't always think exactly like that, but those kinds of thoughts can go through our minds sometimes. And it's super important to know that your child is never doing something just to get you. (laughs) There is always a reason behind that behavior. There's always something bigger going on. There's always an emotion that's attached to it. There is a skill that they don't have attached to it. So we want to understand where that behavior is coming from so that we can start to give them the skills to be able to learn how to work through their feelings and frustrations. Yeah, absolutely. This is the start of that for sure. You may wonder, this is one of those things that does come up every time I talk to families. It's, I don't even know, like, where did they even get the idea to hit? We don't hit in our home. Hitting isn't something that we see in shows that we watch with them. So sometimes we worry, where is, where is it coming from? And wh- how did they start this? But it is important to know that it is age appropriate. This is part of their development. This is them learning those boundaries. What can they and can't they get away with? And hitting regardless of what that root cause is, is part of that development. And like Elisa said, our steps now are, okay, we're starting to see this. We need to give them those tools to work through this. And, you know, whether it's hitting, whether it's biting, whether it's throwing toys, whether it's throwing food, mealtime, sleeping, it's always about now as they start to get older, what tools can we give them uh, to help them through these pieces? And that's exactly what we're going to talk about now. Yeah. One of the things I hear a lot of times when working with families is, well, they must have learned it from daycare. They must have learned it from here. And, and it's mm-hmm. alarming for parents when their child starts hitting because it's something that can come on all of a sudden. They don't hit all the time when they're babies. So all of a sudden now they're hitting, it can be alarming for you. And you think, oh my gosh, my child is the only one that is hitting where they all are hitting all toddlers go through a period yeah. of time where they're hitting it is that physical outlet for their frustration so like pam said it's not that they're learning it from somewhere it's that they have all this frustration they have all these pent up feelings and their body legitimately doesn't know how to overcome these feelings so it just comes out in a in a physical way sometimes Sometimes it surprises them as much as it surprises you the first couple of times. They're like, oh, what, oh, what happened there? And then it's that response that they, they recognize from there. Exactly. So now we, we understand the importance of trying to figure out the reason behind that frustration or that hitting or that behavior that they're showing us. It doesn't mean that you're just going to say, okay, well, they're frustrated. It's normal. It's a, it's a age appropriate. That's okay. We're just going to let it happen. It's not like you're just going to let it go just because of all of these reasons you are going to give them strategies so that they don't, as they grow, they don't need to hit anymore. You are going to still help them through that and let them know that hitting hurts. You're going to develop that empathy The big thing here is there's a reason why. It could be because they're hungry. It could be because they're tired. It could be because they're having that big emotional upset. 
They're testing, oh, if I do this, what are they going to do? Oh, if I do this, who's going to come over and get me? There could be, you know, those are some of those reasons that could be happening. And like as Lisa said, it's not an excuse. It's not a, oh, well, they're just two. This is just what it is. That's an excuse. This is a reason. We know that, okay, they're really tired. We're not allowed to hit. We need to use gentle hands. I'm going to feed them. And then we're going to go on with our day. Like, I know that there's a reason. We're not just fluffing it off letting it go because of the reason not using it as an excuse and that's the big difference there and that for me allows me to stay a little bit calmer as well when they are having a harder time you know we were really late for lunch today or you know things like that are coming up and or we've missed bedtime by a little bit so i'm expecting this great big upset not everyone is going to be tied to that that directly sometimes they're you know throwing that blue cup and you're not even sure um, what's going on? It could be this, it could be that. The, the issue is, or the challenge is, is we want to work through it, give them those tool strategies, not leave it as an excuse to not have to work on it. Exactly. So let's just paint a little picture here. If your toddler is in the kitchen, it's past lunchtime, they're poking in the cupboards or getting into something that they, that you don't want them to have you go and remove them or redirect them. And all of a sudden they are having a meltdown and they're hitting you. That is an example of a toddler who that root cause of the hitting and the the frustration and the feelings is likely because they're, they're hungry in that moment. So you are still going to say, ouch, that hurt hitting hurts and gentle hands, or I'm not going to let you hit me and then kind of gently hold their hands. But then you're going to get on making them lunch and you're going to get on feeding them because that is the root cause of that emotion and that frustration in that moment. Exactly. When it comes to things like siblings, that can be a little bit tougher because especially if you're not watching the exact scenario that can have that, that has happened. But trying to figure out what happened first, sometimes, again, depending on ages, you're not always going to see that, but that can be where a lot of that frustration can come out. Sometimes it's a toy that was grabbed. Sometimes it was a sibling that's playing too close. The easiest way for them to express themselves that they don't want this to happen and quickly is to throw a hand out, try and kick, is to kind of use their body. So one of the things that you can do if you have siblings, if you have the toy taking scenario, We can offer, even our little toddlers, we can offer them that stop. They can put their hand out and say stop. So if a sibling's trying to take their toy, or you can also do the sign for help. A couple of taps on the chest, help please. So you're giving them those tools to be able to help please. Then they know they're saying stop, or they're putting their hand out, stop. You're able to hear that, come over and mediate and help them in between that. When it comes to siblings or other children and somebody hitting, there is always a reason. There is always something that happened first that has provoked that hitting. Again, it's not going to be an excuse and you're not going to just allow the hitting to continue to happen without saying or teaching them. Yeah, Johnny took her toy. So, you know, she hit him and that's just the way it was. That would be excusing the behavior. Right. Johnny took the toy. We're not allowed to hit and we're going through our strategies and tools. Exactly. Now, if you have children that are siblings or 
let's say you have a play date or something and you were away from the moment while it happened, let's say you have a child, a, a toddler who has been hitting a lot, going through a phase where they're hitting a lot, they're very frustrated, they're going through a lot of things. And you find that it's hard to determine where that behavior is coming from because you're not always in the room. That's when you might need to take a little bit of time to make sure that you're doing some observations. So stay close. Exactly. If you have a child who is going through a lot of hitting, you will keep that toddler close to you at all times so that you can start to see what is going on. What is happening first is somebody getting into their space. And that's when they just hit a a toddler. Isn't just going to walk up into the room and hit somebody for no apparent reason. I mean, sometimes it seems like they are, (laughs) they will just literally walk into the room and hit somebody for what seems like no apparent reason, but there's (laughs) always a reason. So trying to get to the bottom of that so that you can then determine what your best scenario is going to be to help them move forward. If it's a specific toy that is the challenge and you've observed that, then what are you going to do? Maybe you get another toy so that both siblings have that same toy to play with. Maybe you have it so that your toddler who's hitting is playing with that toy at a specific period right with you right close to them so that the toy isn't being taken from them or vice versa. Yep. I've put timers on for toys. Okay. You get it for 10 minutes. You get it for 10 minutes. You get it for 10 minutes. 10 minutes is a little long. That's what the kind of time we do now, but you have it for three minutes. You have it for three minutes. You have it for three minutes. And there's something you said about those play dates that can be really stressful for a lot of parents. If you're not used to, if your little one's not used to being around other little ones, or if you're not used to being around, having a little one around other little ones, it can be a little stressful if they are in that hitting stage. But like Elisa said, Staying close and offering those tools when you're in the moment, it's short term because you will be able to get to that point where they're going to be able to play more independently without you having to, you know, quote unquote hover. You're not playing and doing all the stuff for them, but you're there to stay close in case that hand starts to come up, in case that frustration starts to come. And there's a lot of feelings that may come up with that, but you know that it's short-term. If you offer those tools and strategies, you are going to be able to get to the point where they're going to be able to understand kind of the rules of play in those scenarios. And being there to observe, if you're noticing that this is something that's happening on a regular basis is going to also help because you are going to be able to see the hitting before it even happens and you can redirect before that episode even takes place. And that can help as well, because you are giving them the tools on how to walk away before they get super frustrated. So you're Mm -hmm. helping them with that. The other thing that I love to give them the words for is my turn. If somebody is taking their toy, oftentimes what happens is they'll be playing with a toy and the sibling comes into their vicinity and they think that the sibling is going to take the toy from them. So they try to prevent that from happening by just putting out their hand and whacking or, you know, giving them a little smack or something. So what you can do in that circumstance is you can give them those words to be able to say my turn. And that way, as they get a little bit older and develop a little bit more, 
they are able to, on their very own, if they sense that somebody is going to come to take their toy, they'll be able to say, my turn. In our Tools for Parenting Toddlers class, we go through many different scenarios and how you can help through these scenarios, how to get them to come in from outside when they're outside, how to get them to go outside when they don't want to go outside, working through not wanting to put their boots on to go outside, all of those different things that happen with toddlers is what we cover in that Tools for Parenting Toddlers class. If you are struggling with any of the challenges we listed above or any other challenges, be sure to check out our Tools for Parenting Toddlers workshop or hit us up and we can set you up with a pick our brain, troubleshooting, 45-minute call. We can go through all of these scenarios, your scenarios, and those strategies and tools that are going to be able to help your family get to those next steps and through some of these uh more challenging pieces of toddlerhood. Be sure to check out the website, restfulparenting.com or email us if you'd like to contact us, info at restfulparenting.com and we can set up a call with you to chat about your situation. Thanks guys, we'll chat next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. We so appreciate that you've taken that time to come and hang out with us and listen to what we have to say. If you are struggling with sleep or parenting, please know that we have loads of free information on the website um, as well as on the YouTube channel. But if after you've read through everything and you've watched those videos, if you're still struggling, know that you're not alone and that we would love to help. So be sure to check out the website, www.restfulparenting.com. You'll find the link to book your free 15-minute call right there. And if you have any comments or anything you'd like to share with us, please leave them below in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks.